between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. give you all the praise. Father, we honor you tonight. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for the breath of your life. We thank you for the giving of your spirit. We thank you for making your spirit available to us much more, much more than we can imagine. Father, we give you all the praise. Father, tonight, we come with fear and trembling in our heart. We come with reverence to your name. Father, we come to you tonight in the fear of the Lord. Matufini hili hatu kusimi Kumakatefe etuni mahahandu Fakanisimia Miatonia Simakaya Etuni misifika Ega Minatofu Esini Ominaha Enata Emita Mergar Sisofena Mandi Ganosima Sefino Oral Nata Miao Sofi Hoyam So Miosifina Miato Ofin Sefina Tire Father, we thank you. In the fear of the Lord, we have gathered tonight. Sufika, Sophia, Imiofi, Esina. Imiya Sophie. 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 Ufina. Ufi, so Sofi, miota fine mata, msusiga, misifina, mshika, father, ah ha 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 misususufi, Ami Sophie, 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 Nimiatu, Sophie, 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 Sophie,
Sofia. So, so, Sofia. Sofia. Sophie. Sophie. Father, for the help which you have given. Father, we ask in our heart, Lord, in any place that we are not yet ready to meet you, we ask, Lord, that you would wash us, make us ready to meet with you. In the name of Jesus. Father, Tonight, I submit totally to you tonight. I come under your spirit. 
that you would speak your word to us. You will bless us tonight. Father, I yield myself to you totally. Help my thought. Help my tongue. Help me. Mumatifika. Pisisusuma. Erniva. Imatona. Emiat enovi. Ikanya. Simaka. Jekiva. Emisina. Nyano. Oh. Imsaka. Sefika. Sefika. Emiot fit. Alika. Miot fit. Isita. Emiot fit. Anita. Inita. Niti fito fi. Ifito fi. Lifa. Sopianta. Esiti finiak. Emita. Fikanita. Emiano sina. Emifinia. Enio otini masi. Emio to see. Kamita. Emas. Mas to seeka. Susi. Emano. E to see. Yo see. Mea to vin. Sento. Semesento. Emesamesento. I am sent. Oh, she must sent to old Emias. Let me see. Eto, Emisa, Eliva. I have been sent to you. I have been sent to. Sent to you, I've been sent to you. I've been sent to you to, to, to make many see, even many see. For, for, for even I am a city planter, I am a city planter, I'm planting seeds. I'm planting city, planting city, even city Canada, even city Canada. <laughs> Even city Canada, city in Canada, I'm making men city. I'm making men city. I'm making men city. A city, city of God, city of God. I'm making men a city. I'm making men city. For I've sent, I'm I sent. I've been sent even to weave your feet, even to weave your feet, to make you walk, to make you walk, to make you journey. Journey according to the order of the city, the spirit city. Yes, Lord. The city of the Most High, the city of God, <sighs> the city of the Lord. Even after the city of His Father. Yes, even Lord. Even after the city of your God. Even after the city of Elohim. Even after the city of the one who seated. The one who sits. Who sits. Who sits to rule. Yes. Yes, Lord. The affairs of the heart. Yes, Lord. Is the order manner of the soul. Yes, Lord. Is the hearts of many. I'm making you a city of him. Yes, Lord. The judge, the great judge. Yes, Lord. I'm making many a city. Yes. I'm weaving your feet to walk this city. Yes, Lord. I'm sent to you for this purpose. Yes, Lord. Ah, Father, we thank you. Make to make 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 to make a city. to make 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 city. Yes, Lord. 
Amositi, Father, we worship you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father, for your mercy tonight. Father, with fear again, we pray. Lord, we've come to you tonight with fear and trembling in our heart. Even to approach you, for you alone dwell in high and lofty place. You, you separate yourself, you dwell in a separate, separate place. We ask, Lord, that you would help us to approach you tonight in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Father, we, come, we can't overemphasize this tonight, Father. We come with fear and trembling in our heart before you to hear you. Thank you, Father, for your spirit which you have sent to us. Father, we thank you for your angel which you've sent even for this purpose. Father, we thank you for the spirit of your son, even the the spirit of Christ which you've sent even for this purpose. Father, we ask, Lord, that we will not fail you in any aspect we are to respond to you. Father, we ask for help to respond rightly. Father, we ask for help to connect your spirit. Father, we ask for help to connect your wisdom. Help us, Father. Help us. Let us receive blessing from you tonight. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, good evening, everyone. And I welcome you all tonight. Just say hello to your neighbor. Neighbor far and near. You are welcome. Amen. Make sure you are smiling as you are saying hello to your neighbor. Amen. Don't say don't say hello with frowning. Amen. I'm happy to see you all tonight. Amen. Um, I'm not wearing a watch today, so I guess I'll look up more often. Um, I want to welcome everyone tonight again, and uh, thank you for being here. Uh, so tonight, um, I was hoping to to just finish the aspect of prayer. I don't even intend to stay too long as well because I thought, uh, because I just wanted to round up the aspect of prayer. Maybe we'll just read one or two thing, uh, scriptures and see where God will lead us. Um, and we're going to do that. And, um, also, uh, just for understanding, I believe we are in a. I don't know what to put it. I just, I just say, I just, I just sense some, some form of fear just in my heart. I just sort of, I'm just picking some sort of fear, and in a way, 
it is the Lord that is putting it there, almost like a burden, and almost, how do I put it? It's a burden, and also I felt the fear there is probably, well, most of the time, it's, it's most of the time, well, not so most of the time, because depending on what God is doing, it's almost like I'm persuaded from the angel who the Lord has sent. Mm. And, you know, sometimes when you see prophets break into visions and then an angel come and then they'll follow. Now, it is because of the weight mm. of the presence yeah. of the being. That itself can put fear in heart, right? And also, I'm, I'm also still, in a way, seeing the spirits of the Lord. Mm. It's a, a stature of the spirit of the Lord. Mm. And of course, the end of that is the fear of the Lord. Mm. And mm. I'm, in a way, in a way, I'm seeing the, the stature of the of the spirit of the Lord, and in there you see the spirit of wisdom, revelation, counsel, might, uh, understanding, and uh, knowledge. Amen. Mm. Shall make you have a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Amen. So to me, I mean, there's no way that stature is going to be present and. The one sense fear in a way. So, uh, in a way, I feel God is, you know, beckoning us as a, beckoning us as a people all together into His holy place. And of course, when they do that, we might learn things pertaining to that dimension. Now, most of the time, well. Not most of the time. The way it is is sometimes some of the, some of the times. Why am I always saying some of the times? When God wants, when God is bringing us into a place, He begins to teach things from that, from that uh, sphere. And of course, we've heard of the holy place. And to be honest with you, I don't think. Well, who knows? But I don't know if that's something I can even teach today. Right. But I believe God has sent us help. And maybe over the course of the weeks, we begin to see how those things unveil. And it kind of tally with what I saw in my heart with regards to where we are tangenting to. But we'll see how God would open all these things up. Because I can't just go ahead of them and start talking. They do not enable. Amen. But uh, I think I'll just try and end that aspect of prayer and then see where the Spirit of the Lord would lead us to. Amen. I just want to encourage us to be fervent, keep keeping on. One thing that is very evident in this season is we have help. Too much. Too much help. Now, I'm beginning to see Holy Ghost breaking through into us. That's what I'm just I'm saying. I mean, if, if we are able to align ourselves and be open as much as we can, we're going to see a lot of breakthrough inwardly. A lot of breakthrough. And you know, sometimes all the goes is breaking through us. You know, a sign of that is, you know, there's a, there's a way we are arranged. You know, there's a way we are. You know, imagine, I think like 
the, the picture in my head is, you know, somebody that, that said, I can never fall under the anointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying, I can never fall. And then, maybe you just elevate it. Everybody's not even near the person. The person will jump from one, one building to another. Right? That, and that kind of a thing, what happens when Holy Ghost has a breakthrough into a soul. Amen. And there's a whole lot of breakthrough that needs to happen inside us. You know, it's not just... Or let me put it this way. Where doing, or, you know, we hear, we do, we have to do, right? Where that practice is in place, or, or the use of, of life is in place, that use can never be possible if Holy Ghost has not in some way found or broken through to through through us or to us inwardly in our spirit it might be difficult to even agree to do anything amen so that's one thing one thing i'm seeing here is that the lord is going to help us greatly and there's a lot of help in this season if there's anything anybody is desiring to to have in the spirit go for it Pray about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure there's just so much help in this season for us to grow as a people. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and I pray God would help us. Amen. How many of us has found the, the teachings helpful so far? No. Sometimes when these teachings are coming, I'm like, is it does he does 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 it is it is are we being blessed at all? Is it helping us? But you know, I guess that's just a body now. I will have to be carrying every single time. But God will help us. Amen. Um let us open to the book of uh, I believe James. That's where we stopped. James, James, James. I'll start from verse 1. So James chapter 1 verse 1. It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraided not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind, and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. 
A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. So a double-minded man is unstable, is unstable in all his ways. Uh, and I think we were flowing into here from learning, uh, I believe we stayed a bit on First Peter chapter 2, talking about the desire and sincere make of the word that you might grow thereby. And of course, if we are to grow, we need to give ourselves both to the word and prayer. And we've, we've talked extensively about the word. And uh, you know, we started talking about prayer. And then from there, we'll see where we are uh, moving to. But when it comes to the milk of the word, there's a whole lot in that area. And, you know, there are, or let me just say there's things that we need to be aware of. Or what, what sums up the milk of the word, right? Now, the milk of the word, the aim of the milk of the word is to ensure that faith is installed in every believer. Now, when someone, the, the sign that someone drank milk well is that he's able to handle the word of faith properly. Amen. Now, the word of, and when you think about the word of faith, right, the word of faith is not just talking about faith, faith, faith for things. Of course, that's mostly what we, we see because, of course, like I said, it's trying to install faith inside a believer right so the word of faith or the yeah the word of faith what it's doing is to ensure that when they look at the stature of a believer what they are seeing is faith right and what that begins to spill into is that when you see that person the way that that soul would react to things take authority do things is simply by faith amen and that is one of the main reasons but that is, that is the major encapsulation of the word of faith. Amen. And you now notice that that is what uh, Paul was referring to when he talked, when he was praying for the Ephesians, the Colossians. Um, I mean, also Thessalonians and the rest. He was praying for the churches, but mostly Ephesians and Colossians, where it is more evident. He prayed for them. He says, after I have seen your Love and faith towards the saint. Now, love and faith, right? Those two things is the summary of everything you called milk. Right? So, there must be evidence of that before they can add to that. So, after I've seen your love and faith towards the saint, I never cease to make mention of you in my prayer. Then he began to pray for them to move them forward. Amen? So, the sum of that is... You must be, you must be, you must be, is it faithful? You must be faith. If I can use that word. You must be faith when you drink good milk. You must be faith. Amen. Now, and there's no way they can install faith inside you without word and prayer. Right? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, when the word comes... How there, there is the attitude towards the word, right? Coupled with prayer that can then help get that word or that faith inside a soul. Amen. So, when we are learning the word, there's a, 
There's a difference between you know the word and the word is a part of you. Right? In the sense that, and the difference is this. When you say you know the word, means that when you hear it, you can relate to it. Oh, yes, that passage, that, that scripture, right? It says, it says this, but when they take the element of that word and they check you, they notice that the element of that thing, that scripture, that word that you know, when you look at it, that word has not installed any faith inside you. I mean, that, that, when it says faith, means that when you see the word, there's a way, you, that there's a way it quickens you. When you, you encounter it, there's a way you know how to use that word. You know what I mean? And you cannot know how, you cannot, I think that's correct. You cannot know how to use the word if you've not prayed with that word. Wow. Does that make sense? Wow. I'm not trying to explain. I guess I'm trying to explain now. It's like, it's like an experience pretty much. Where or is a, is a transition of the word into you. Right? When a, when word has been established in you, it triggers prayer. Wow. Does that make sense? How not as a way you let's say you are meditating, you are meditating, there's a time that word enters into your spirit. Hi. When it enters into your spirit, it's the, 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 your reaction to it is faith. But because you are you are you are confident about that word. Does that make sense? You are confident about the word. Of course, that day that you are confident, the same confidence you have is not what you have over the days as it is come by. Because what you are experiencing when you feel that faith is because that word is beginning to see when you, when they look at your frame and the word that word is beginning to merge with your frame with the way you are built right and when that is happening there's no way that won't trigger prayer in you most of the time our reaction is short sometimes when faith is quickening our heart what you want to feel like doing almost immediately is like to, just to pray Right, yes, but maybe because of maybe attitude or different things, mm-hmm. instead of praying, yeah. you'll be like, "Hmm, we have gotten the word." Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but normally when that word mm-hmm. enter jumps into you and it's almost trigger a response, almost as you want to speak in tongues, mm-hmm. just simply pray the pray, just yes. pray it, and as you are praying it, begin to think on the word yeah. and begin to pray. Now, when you pray that word, you pray the word into you. The result is faith. Now, each time you now need to use that word, it will come in handy. When you are faced with a situation, you won't need to be looking for it. Because it's installed by faith. If you've not prayed with it, you may be faced with a situation. That word may never ever have come near you. That because your disposition towards it, you've, you've not really, really, one, I would say cherished it. And you've not, I don't know, 
that's there's that thing I'm thinking about that there's that pray, when you pray, you pray with the word, you pray it. If so because when the word comes to you, it's almost as if it's ministering to you. And whatever it ministers to you, you ought to pray it. Those are the landmark experiences that tie you with scripture. Does that make sense? No, no, there's a, and I know we all know this. So there's a difference whereby you know certain part of scripture, right? Where you no, know, okay. Let's just say we are faced with a situation now, and let's say we need something, right? I don't know why I always use this scripture. I don't know why, but anyways, he said, and then the scripture comes to mind: the Lord shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory. Now here's a question: just knowing that scripture is not going to give you your need. That make that makes sense. Okay, now let's. I'm in need, right? And I know that passage. Knowing that passage alone is not what is going to. It's not what is going to get me resolved for my needs to be met. Right? Now, what will get you the result is the faith in that word. Right? So the faith in that word will get you result, But you have to pray it. You have to pray it. You must have been praying with it. Yeah? Even, even if not for the sake of anything. Right? Any scripture that you know or you learn that seems to, or maybe you just said, oh, you can pray, oh, and uh, just know that God can supply your needs, oh. The scripture says, he shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Mm. And then we say, oh, okay, he can supply. So there's a difference between that knowledge and actually working with it. So there's the use of it. And the use is with prayer. So I think I'm explaining the use of the word with prayer in a way now. But I forgot that time. Amen. So there is the use of the word with prayer. Now, how you get faith to be awoken in your heart is when you begin to meditate on the word. When you meditate on it, you keep meditating, you keep meditating on the word. If, for example, you had... Ah, oh, thank God. Uh, a, a quick example is Bishop, Archbishop Idaosa. One day, eh, the preacher was preaching. And then he preached about, I believe, the power of God. He now said that the word of God, he said God can raise the dead. Pretty much faith. And then, after the meeting, Idaosa stood up. I went to meet the man. Did you say, are, are you sure what you're saying is true? He said yes. Do you believe? So when you're saying that God can do this, okay, so does that mean that God can raise the dead? He said yes, if you believe. Yeah, if I believe. Guess what the guy did the next time? He took his motorbike and started driving around the city looking for somebody dead. Now, it also did not just say, okay, God can raise it there and then forget about it. Mm-hmm. He took... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Michel can, can respond like that. <laughs> he took this bag started, and started looking for dead people. 
Then later, 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 even now, you know, eventually found a place where people gathered and somebody had died. And I said, ah, what's happening? Somebody died. Okay, can I pray? They didn't allow him at first, but later, later, they later allowed him to. Then they went inside and began to pray for the, the girl. And then the girl woke up. And when that happened, I'm like, what kind of, what kind of a human being is this one? Amen. Now, too much, number one, just too much faith in that soul. Just too much, too much faith. Now, and, and that is the purpose of hearing the word and also praying. When you hear the word, you need to get to a point where you believe what the word says. Amen. If you have not yet believed what this word is saying, the the word can't work for you. And sometimes, maybe when we are praying, imagine maybe somebody is trying to cast out the demon. And then he say, out, the demon is refusing to leave. Out now, I say, I'm not going. You know, some of us will be afraid quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like this one is powerful. And it's not like that. If you check the person talking, it's very simple. That person does not really, really believe they can cast out demons. Wow. And it's very simple. And it's very easy how you know that. If you just carry the person, come, come and cast out demon right here. If you know the person my life, okay, okay, let me do it. But when you check inside the heart, <laughs> you know that that person is shaky, he's afraid. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. And then the devil will be praying, you'll be like, is there no power? <laughs> when you are saying that, the devil will be breakdancing. And, and here's the funny thing. Demons know. Yes. yes. They know. Mm-hmm. Wow. They know when you don't believe what you are saying. Mm-hmm. And they don't respond to what you are saying that you don't believe. Mm-hmm. What they respond to is what you are saying mm-hmm. that you believe. Now, and to get to that part where you believe, there must have been an interaction you have with the word and also praying. Because they go hand in hand. So you are, as you are, as you are engaging the word, you must also be praying. So it's, it's both word and prayer. And you will not see, or let me see, in scripture, when you look at the book of Acts, I think I'll probably just open it. Let's open the book of Acts. Um, is it seven? Let me see. Oh, no, it's not seven. Seven is where Stephen began to to speak. Amen. Let's see if I can find it. Um, Amen, amen. 
Amen. So let's read um, Acts chapter 6. Now, so here's the... Is the... Is the... Is it the episode I'll say that the apostles or the, the people under the apostles were neglecting the widows? Right? Where the the is it the the, the Jews were looking after their own, but neglecting everybody everybody else. It says, let me from verse one. It said, and in those days, but where I'm going is actually verse um, Four. But let me read from verse 4. It says, And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitudes of the disciples unto them, and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Say, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now, if they ask, what should a believer give his or herself to? Very simple, straight. Give yourself to what? To prayer. And to give self to prayer. The, the picture in my head is to give self to prayer means that you and prayer are one. You, you, you sell yourself to prayer. Right? Now, when, when they say somebody, when they look at you, are you a believer? Yes. Do you believe in Jesus? Mm? When they ask you, are you a believer? The first thing my heart to Amen. Amen. The first thing that they should check in that soul is very simple. Can you pray? Can you read your Bible? Simple. Now, when they look at you, are you a prayer warrior? I know most of all, you used to leave prayer warrior to those people that are in church that used to gather and pray, right? Then we say they are the prayer warriors. They have grace to pray. So therefore, we leave the work for them. We carry out our carry up with our own business. Do, do you know every believer ought to be a prayer warrior? Eh? You should be a warrior in prayer. When, when it comes to praying. You should be a warrior. A warrior. Hmm. Amen. Amen. This generation should not lose something. We're talking about the past generation. When they pray like this, they will not have too much knowledge. They will not have too much uh, light. But when it comes to... Even though, let's just assume they are able fighting demons. eh? It's demons that they are fighting. And and we know that, ah, you don't fight demons. But there's one thing that they have that we don't have. See that passion for yes. prayer. Yes. Yes. You can't substitute. And there's no... You shouldn't be, let's say, in the first two years of your life, you're a passionate prayer. Therefore, you're a warrior in prayer, then you don't need to pray as much again. You shouldn't be like that. Too. Mm. You should continually grow in stature. Right? Mm. Praying 
yes, and and here's yes, how, or let me put it this way, is this how you know that you have issues with prayer? Is that the moment you hear praying, do you feel, ah, we'll pray again, before you now say, okay, let's pray. Yeah. If any, if your, your default response to let us pray is, ah, okay, well, let it not be long. Yeah. Then, you know, so we may not say it too, right? We may not even say it. But when they, when they say let us pray and they check you inside and they, and they analyze everything inside you, yeah. what, the moment you hear let us pray, your soul is already saying let's not belong. Wow. Or let's, let's say your soul is not saying let's not belong. You say, You've overcome that one. You started praying. Five minutes. You're like, when are, when are we going to finish? When you are seeing that, you know that you have issue with praying. And you should be praying to God for help in that area. Amen. Amen. Eh? It's good that we can identify it so that you can at least address it. Because what is really, really speaking when that happens is death inside the soul. What that means is Satan has installed something inside against prayer. And that thing must go. And I feel it's all of us that have that issue. You know, sometimes, sometimes I may want, to, I, I, maybe I just feel like prayer, I've been praying, and then maybe, ah, there's one particular episode in the series that I wanted to see where that will go. Say, hmm, I've been, I'm praying, you know, and then an attitude of finish quickly. I said, what I said, I said, ah, where are you coming from? I said, no, no, no. At that time, now nah, I'll put it on gear, okay. For this purpose, for this cause, yeah. <laughs> will I pray more? Because I have sinned. Uh, Amen. It's just an attitude. Yeah. Well, and, and it's very simple. Fatun Makataferia. And when that, when that is happening, right, what is happening really is this. Satan is fighting you. Yeah. And that's what that means. Mm-hmm. It may seem so trivial. It may seem so, there's no big deal. Satan knows that there's something that will come out of this prayer. And the moment you notice, ah, interest of prayer, all you have to do is just quicken that thing that he installed a long time ago. Just dial it up a bit. And we can be too quick to neglect and just do what we want to do rather than pray. And Fatima, Dino Master, fight against this thought. I will pray later. Fight. See that thought? I will pray later. Fight against it. Mm. Yes, sir. Don't, don't let that thought mm. win you. The moment you are thinking, I will pray later, we are already mm. defeated. Wow. It's as simple as that. Matufine yeah. Maha, right? And, but it may not seem like a big deal, right? Because God is not opening our eyes to see what's really happening in the spirit. If, like I, I think this is our first meeting. If only you know. See that time you want to pray. If you know the kind of RPG, if you know the kind of rocket launcher and missile that they are sending at you, right then. And I'm pretty sure nobody will tell you before you go and pray. Nobody will tell you. Now, and one thing that Satan usually uses, right, to fight us is weariness. We can be so tired, and that thing is legitimate. 
but it's a lie. Yeah. Who says you have to use energy to pray? Wow. You know, most of the time we think we are tired, we can't pray. And one thing that, I, if, if there's anything I've learned, one thing I've learned is this. Anytime you deny yourself, you suffer, eh? there's always a reward at the end. Or let me say, when you deny yourself, like, not feeling like, like when you feel like not going to church, and I know what I'm going. Or when you feel like not praying, I'm going to pray. Or, simple thing as, I should call this person, no. I don't feel like. So, you can see where all those little, little things, yeah. denial that may seem insignificant, yes, sir. begin to creep into everything yes, else. That's yes, not part sir. of nature. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Amen. So, it's, it's, it's an attitude. And Satan, no, Satan is wicked. He has so, he's taught so many things against praying. And we, as believers, need to fight. To get to where we need to be when it comes to prayer. If you say, let us pray now. And you are anywhere. There shouldn't be anything inside saying, ah, oh, prayer. Abby, am I lying? Is there, is, don't, don't we feel like that? We don't feel like that? Yes, sir. Maybe I'm the only one that that used to happen to. Yeah? But that, those little, little things, they are Satan's work to defeat us from putting on the nature, the attitude of prayer that we should. Amen. So it says, but we will give ourselves say, continually to prayer. Now, the word continually here means that they will not stop. Right? We'll give ourselves continually. Now, the reason why they are doing this is there's so many things to do. Right? There's so many things to do. If they decide to take on everything by themselves, they know that they won't be able to give themselves to prayer and the word like they should. So, you know, now notice that what they were saying. Say, wherefore, okay, it says, say it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Right? Now, now I'm not saying that serving table is wrong. Right? I'm saying, just look at the attitude. Now, we're just zooming into the apostles now. Right? Now, what they are built for is to teach the word. Now, imagine taking that and then neglecting it and then going to do other things. Mm. What that means is that that place, that place that they've just left will be lacking. So they will be serving, but where they should be will be suffering. Mm. And the funny thing is, it will show on everybody else. Yeah. This is this is this is the reason why many, many, many churches has become charity organizations. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, when you see things like that, it is it is very simple. They've lost the main purpose, the cause. Mm. They've, they've just lost meaning. Mm. 
right? Because if preaching the word is meaningful, then of course, I mean, you can do charity, but you still have church, mm. right? But totally eradicating church and just focusing on serving the tables mm. is an issue. It's not scriptural. Mm. Amen. So they knew that they needed to separate themselves to prayer and to the word. They need to give themselves to prayer. And that is all for all of us. It's not just for them. We need to, we should be giving to prayer. I mean, when you hear prayer, we should be excited. We should live for joy. Ah, prayer, let's pray. I know some people with that kind of, with that kind of attitude that we are just we are just praying that this kind of person will shall be like there one day. <laughs> and uh, like I don't know if you know there's a there's a there's a particular person that I know long time ago. I know a man. This one in the flesh. <laughs> in the in the body. He can pray anywhere and anyhow. The guy does not care. God also, he doesn't care. People will be talking about, maybe you are driving downtown and then you are talking about, ah, that area, there's usually Odopo, I don't know, maybe today there won't be, as you are saying that, you just hear, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. And when you hear that, you, you say, and me, I know that, I know that that time, then, that used to judge me. Ah. <laughs> My prayer life. Mm. But I'm like, yeah, we're all different. We're all different. He just knows how to pray. Uh, me too, you know. I'm praying what I can't. <laughs> I'm praying what I can't. Mm. Nah, that's foolishness. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's something I could pick from there. Wow. Which later on, God helped me. And is the attitude towards prayer. Even though the prayer, most of the time, can be about fighting demons. I mean... Just picking that attitude of prayer, that continually giving ourselves to prayer. I mean, I think once I say this, I think I think I will be okay with aspect to prayer. Amen. That and I think this is the key here. It says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now that's what we ought to give ourselves. If we are not yet given to prayer. We should strive now to build that nature, that attitude, whereby we are totally given to prayer. Amen. Amen. I don't know, maybe because maybe we've not studied our Bible enough, or maybe we, we've been away too far from prayer, is why we behave that way. Let us pray and then, ah, ah, is that time? It, it's so funny. Yes, let us pray. That, ah, oh. But let's, okay, no, leave prayer. Let's talk about something else. You notice that you now all of a sudden you have energy to talk about other plenty, plenty things. But now let's, let's pray. Oh. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Ah, have you seen that match? Between Nigeria and Mali. Oh my God, it was a very, that match was awesome. You, you can have another hour of conversation. When, why is it so easy to do that? But when it comes to prayer... We are weak. It ought not to be so. It ought not to be so. Now, even let's say maybe they even talk. They talk about prayer. Let's say we can't. You know, of a fact, we can't pray for five hours. 
we need to go somewhere. But the, the attitude towards prayer shouldn't be, ah, five minutes, ah, oh, I'm going somewhere, let's quickly finish. No. We should be at, one thing about prayer is, whenever you are praying, to be able to give yourself continually to prayer, mm. you must be at peace. We begin to have issues with prayer when we are in a haste. Right? Somebody that is in a haste about prayer can never continually give themselves to prayer. Because they are in a haste. And what's the haste? To do many other things. It is never, prayer is never too much. If you pray now and say, let us pray about it again. Continue. Because I know the way we react is, we just prayed about this now. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> eh, can we move on? Mm. I, think, I think we've prayed enough. What's time? Ah, time. So what's time? Okay, I'll, I'll soon round off. Amen. 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 The question we should ask ourselves is this. Why is it like that? Mm. Why? We should ask the question, why? Why am I behaving like this? Why is it okay? If it is, if it is to watch, okay. Now, I don't know if anybody here watches a uh, no, series different from series. So. There's a series called K-drama. Korean, see Korean series? Or Chinese movies, Chinese series. Those ones, you need everlasting strength to watch them. <laughs> if you can watch a Chinese series, eh? one season, if you can finish it, then you have strength to pray. Wow. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that if you have energy for things like that, you should have energy for the things of God as well. It is not the things of God that should suffer. In place of other things. Rather, other things should suffer in place of the word and prayer. When I say suffer, that was, okay. it's not a license that you know, we should not dwell in our work. I'm just saying that the attitude should be that other things can wait. But prayer and the word can't wait. That's the attitude. Amen. So we should give ourselves, and as we were, you know, read, as we read today, it said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous. Now, when you look at that two word, effectual fervent prayer, do you see? Do you, <laughs> do, do you and I see a statue of effectual fervent prayer in us? Because <laughs> eh? you know we can quote it. The effectual perfect prayer of a righteous man available or make it power available. Okay, now let me just do a quick explanation of that scripture. Fa'ota Fima hmm? is when you say the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, they're not necessarily talking about the length of the prayer, they are talking about what ha what's the explanation there? They're talking about attitude. Mm. They're talking about 
what that word is. Is it sensitivity? Yeah? Intensity? Yes. They're talking about intensity. They're talking about attitude. They're talking about what all those things, when put together, mm-hmm. what it can result into. Mm-hmm. We say, availeth much. Now, another, another interpretation says, make power available. Now, what that means is, when you are praying effectively, and you are fathered, it gets to a point in your prayer that power is now made available. When, and it is that power you use for prayer. Does that make sense? You pray until there's power. Then you now use that power to address what you want to address. Hmm. Hmm. So, my pre- so when I say effectual fervent prayer, that means you might actually be praying about something for days, for weeks, for months. But as you are praying, it gets to a point where faith hmm. eh, is enough to make power available. Wow. Or they want, they want to make your faith in line with power. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. You know, if I pray about something, your yes, faith sir. is not here, can't carry it yet. Yes, sir. You keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. You pray onto a point where all of a sudden you, you have a sense of power. Faith is, and that sense of power is, the, the way you can measure it, you notice that you just have unexplained faith towards the situation. Right? Then, when that happens, now, now use that to begin to address. If you are praying for wow. things, or if you are praying about someone, right? That is actually how to pray. Wow. So when, when power is made available, then you now use that power. Does, that make, does this make sense? Yes, sir. I'm feeling, because this kind of thing I'm saying is something you have to experience. Because yeah. eh? yeah. just saying it alone doesn't, may not really do it. But I guess what this will do is it, it will help you to understand. When you are praying, you say, okay, this is, a, oh, then you know what is actually happening. So you can then give yourself to prayer the way you should. Amen. But the reason for knowing prayer and knowing how to pray well is so that you can better align yourself in prayer. Amen. And if I, I recommend if I recommend a book, I will say about prayer, Can Tegan had a lot of books about that. One of that is the art of prayer. In the art of prayer, Egan broke down different, mm. p- different prayers, mm. right? Mm. You no, know, he talked about in Ephesians, I think six. There was it said, "Pray with all prayer, prayer. and supplication." So now, say so that all prayer shows that there are different kinds of prayer, mm. right? Egan outlined most of those prayers, and then he focused on intercession and supplications. Mm. In uh, that book. And then the rest, he also explained in another book called uh, I believe Traveling Prayer in Peace, something like that. Yeah? I think it's Prevailing Prayer to Peace or something like that. Yes. And then he broke all these things down. And if you want to learn more about prayer, actually, we should learn more about prayer. And we should actually read that book about prayer. Right, to say the art of prayer because that book broke down a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right, he also explained um, 
When it comes to supplication, it says who was talking about who can pray, who can you pray for, right? Mm -hmm. And it's talking about we can what can we pray for? We can pray for ourselves, we can pray for the things of God, and we can also pray for say, men. So it said pray for all men, right? In Timothy, it said pray for all men and those that are in authority. Right? Then it talks about uh Praying in Ephesians, praying all prayer, right? Mm-hmm. And supplication for the saints. Mm-hmm. Right? So you say you can pray for the saints. And then we can pray for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. All those things, he outlined, and it's good to know. And it's good to know the difference between intercession mm-hmm. and supplication. Mm-hmm. When he was, both of the, and, and he was very right, because he said in that scripture that sometimes we, we ju- is it juxtapose, we mix the two together. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he explained interceding, right, as standing in gap when for standing in gap to avert pretty much judgment, right? So maybe somebody is destined, okay, you have sinned, you are going to die. That's a judgment. Somebody can intercede to avert that kind of judgment, right? Now, supplication is the, the one that will do more. Because we can so we can do supplication in intercession, right? Mm-hmm. And supplication is the one that uh, is called is the heartfelt prayer. That's what Egan defined. Is is a heartfelt prayer, right? Uh, and that heartfelt prayer is what we call the effectual fervent prayer. Mm-hmm. If you want to see which one aligns, right? So it's a heartfelt prayer to, to make a request. Mm-hmm. So that's you no know, supplication. But I just want to mention that. Because uh, of time, but I want us to. I guess the attitude I'm putting out there is, but we give ourselves continually to prayer. Continually, and that's the word there. Continually to prayer. Can we open Luke 18? Just in line with you know giving ourselves continually. The <clears throat> some of these Bible passages that I thought I would read, I don't think. I'm going to read them because of time. But I read Luke 18. It says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end. That's verse 1. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. Out of him, ha ha, the seema. You know what is funny is that. What we do most of the time is we faint. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. We faint. Ah, we can faint. <laughs> yeah. we, it's like we, are, we have anointing to faint. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. We, have, we have anointing to faint. Yeah. I don't know. It's not Satan has done the terrible work. Eh? Why? Because it is a lot easier to faint yeah. eh? than to pray. And it says that men ought always to pray and not to faint. No, a, a typical, typical, and this thing happened in real life, I'll show you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus went to the mountain. He took the three, yeah, let, us, <laughs> let us go and pray. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus never reached one hour. Yeah. <laughs> they don't faint. All of them. You know, faint is also sleepy. 
Some of us love to faith that to pray. When you put prayer and sleep side by side, we would always choose sleep over prayer. And the other thing is like, I will pray later. Okay, Mahatofina, it's a question. How do you know you wake up the next minute to go and pray that prayer? How do you know? Do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know what they call man? Say man whose breath is in his nostril. Whose breath is in his nostril. It means, it means that if they can just, say that, that man, say man is so weak, they can just carry that breath, just take it away. This fit, this fit. Yes, at that put it at it at it at Yes. 
Yes, that can stand yes. in the winter, that can stand yes. in summer. His strength, yes. his strength yes. is coming upon your flesh. His strength is coming upon your flesh. Yes. Even to pray and not faith. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hmm. They want they want us to to yield to prayer. Mm. And to see, you need to war with your flesh. Now, where the where the work is mostly against prayer is actually in your body. It's very so if they ask your if they ask your your spirit, do you want to pray? Yes, I want to pray. If they not ask your soul, do you want to pray? I feel I should pray. But what the soul pretty much listens to is, see, that body is already telling the soul, see, yes, soul, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I have strength to pray. I don't think. The, the soul too would think, hmm, I don't think I want to pray. I don't think I feel like, I really want to pray because you know we should pray. Now, there's some, there's some form of life in the soul. So the soul, no. For what the spirit is telling the soul, you know you should pray. You know you should pray. Now, most of the time when you feel like I should pray, what what, what do you think is telling you you should pray? Mm. Sometimes it's the Holy Ghost, sometimes it's your spirit. Mm. Mm. Sometimes you just feel like praying. It's, it's actually your spirit telling you to pray. Right? Now, it's different. From when Holy Ghost says, you know you should pray. Because mm. those are different stages, right? Mm. Holy Ghost can tell you, you know you should pray. Mm. But sometimes Holy Ghost may not talk. Your spirit can just speak it. You should pray. Mm. Right? And over time, you'll be able to tell, who's talking? Is it my spirit? Mm. Is it Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, the voice of the Holy Ghost is more authoritative. Mm. You should pray. Mm. No, this way, the, the way the way your your spirit tells you is almost like a, a tingling feeling. Mm. Ah. Mm. Should I, I should pray on, and that one is very easy to ignore. Mm-hmm. Yes, Why? Because you don't feel like you need to obey anybody. Mm-hmm. If Holy Ghost is telling you you should pray, right? To some degree, we respect Holy Ghost more. Mm. Although we still very because you know we are very serious souls. We still tell Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. We pray later, don't worry, I'll pray, I'll pray. Forgive me, I'll pray, I'll pray. But that one that your spirit is hinting you pray, that one can, that one, ah, that, we, they, that area will fail well. It takes someone that has trained themselves to respond to their spirit, yeah, to actually be able to respond to prayer prompted by your spirit. You know you are a spirit. It's not, it's not everything only goes in there to come and tell you you should pray. Mm. Now, you are literally living in a spiritual world. Just by that alone, your spirit can... When you are alive, right? A spirit that is alive can pick a need to pray. Because the spirit is interacting with the... It's not interacting with... Although, through the soul can interact with the natural. But that's why... This, it's a, you are a spirit... Just it's because of death that we can't actually function mm, yeah. as we should as spirit, wow. right? 
Because if that is the case, right now, we function as spirits. We can literally know exactly what's going on. Know what demon is where. Know what evil spirit is where. Know exactly what's about to happen. Ah, we shall pray. Oh, yeah, you look Jesus. Right? But because we are so desensitized from that realm, it is very hard to pick things. Now, what we need to do is you need to acquaint yourself with your spirit. Yes, sir. If, you want, if you want to live well in the spirit, yeah. you must be well acquainted with your spirit. Yeah. Don't live like you don't have a spirit. Don't li- don't, no, you know, because we focus a lot on the soul, wow. we, yes, live, we live mostly from day alone. Yeah. <clears throat> you live, you, you yes. are a spirit and you live like one. Meaning that you must be highly sensitive to your spirit. And how do you become sensitive? Begin to respond to prompts from your spirit. Things you pick from your spirit. Begin to begin to respond to them. Begin to respond to them. Begin to respond to them. Amen. Time has gone, so I'm going to quickly just uh, round up. I guess I have I've helped us a bit. Amen. So it says, says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end. Said that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Do not faint. So saying that there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But after he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man. Yet, because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her. Lest by a continual coming she weary me. You notice, you notice something they say there. Say by a continual coming she weary me, right? And the Lord said, "Hear what the judge said." And shall not God avenge His own elect, which cry day and night unto Him, though He be alone with them? I tell you that He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh. Shall he find faith on the earth? Now, when you read, you know, I know they've taught us this parable a lot, right? And it's it's very easy to quickly associate this yeah. with when you pray a lot about something, yeah. God will eventually hear you. Okay, my question is, does God want to hear you before? Because of course, it's not really in the sense of somebody that does not want to do something. Or that's what this judge looked like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But in a real sense, because if you check Jesus' thought, he's really talking about faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so funny. He talked about a woman praying until the judge. Of course, thank God it's a parable. Yeah. Right? Until the judge said, Ah, because of a continual coming, ah, let me quickly answer her. If that is a judge, how much God? That's what he's saying, right? Wow. Now, the attitude here that he's talking about is actually the attitude of praying through. True, yeah. And the attitude of praying through is actually an attitude of faith. Amen. Yeah. So, praying through here, right, is actually an attitude of faith. Now, which also signals a continual giving of oneself to mm. prayer. Right? Now, says, and this makes a parable unto them that man, men ought always to pray and not faint. Amen. So, I think 
I am uh, okay here tonight, and I think that's where I put a, a stop to it. Uh, if there's anything that we should take from here, it's that we should continually give ourselves to prayer. Because we ought to and not faint. Yeah? We should not substitute praying for sleeping. Yeah. And we should, not, we should not substitute praying for eating that jollof rice. Yeah. Or rather, we should not substitute praying for many other things that could legitimately take our time. If, if you sense a need to pray, pray. Mm? If it's about prayer, there are many Bible passages about prayer, but you know, I think, I think, I think we're, we're good enough for now. The rest, Kenneth Egan can help us with. So we should, you know, take up those books, The Art of Prayer, the inter- I think the, there's The Interceding uh, Christian, I believe, I'm, sh- I'm not sure, but some of those books, maybe I'll get, I'll get the name. But The Art of Prayer, number one, and it, you know, it really broke down different types of prayer, right? If you look at Matthew, where Jesus taught about prayer, he says, okay, don't pray like this, the aidings do for vain repetition, right? Now, very repetition of yours is not obviously it's not talking about just saying one thing multiple times. There's also an attitude that they were using to pray, which is actually it's a vain, meaning vain, nothing, just not repetition of nothing, right? So you can't you can't repeat things to God without faith, right? So vain, vain. It should not be vain. It should be there should be substance, right? So when you pray, right? You can say, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I because they say when you have very repetition, you'll be like, okay, you are saying Lord help me multiple times. Does God not when you, you can say Lord help me one billion times until God helps you. Yeah. However, don't say God help me without faith. You get? Yeah. When, you, when you are praying that God should answer you, you must have faith that God will hear you. And not and and also also in a sense is is the sense of you know people praying and so that other beside them can hear them that they are praying. They will be repeating. Oh yeah, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Maybe 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 it's a guy that is high one lady. <laughs> the lady guy wants the lady to do that. I'm a prayer warrior. <laughs> or a lady too pretend well, all those ones. I'm pretty sure God accepts us. We are not we're not doing those kind of things. But let's just hope we are not doing those kind of things. <laughs> so that so that. Brother or sister will see me that I'm praying. Amen. Focus more on growth. Make sure you are growing. If there's your spiritual growth should be important to you. Yeah. That that's all you should care about. When you go to church, that's what you should care about. Not brother, not sister. Of course, God would lead you to brother and sister and things like that. But do not do not focus on those things. Focus solely on your growth. And God will help us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for encouraging us to continually give ourselves into prayer. Father, we ask for help tonight. That you give grace. Grace to continue. To fall in love with prayer. Because to continue is to love. We ask, Lord, that you give us grace to fall in love with prayer. Help us 
that everything fighting with the law of prayer will be removed in our heart. That everything fighting, taking the place of prayer, will be removed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your mercy and kindness, even to help us to hear your word tonight concerning prayer. We say, be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we ask, Lord, that as you have spoken to us, you will help us to give ourselves continually to prayer in the name of Jesus. That you will strengthen us with might, both in our spirit, soul, and body, to wrestle with everything contending for the attention of prayer in our lives in the name of Jesus. We will find grace to respond to you, to the promptings of the Spirit, even to the promptings of our spirit with regards to prayer, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered the prayer. Oh, temahari visita naha, hamata egata, ezima unafia, ese ezemina, oh, ami Allah, ami fe edena halazita, ese amata, enjuste vina, maate, ese asina ardata, evazema kara, be loosed from every limitations concerning prayer in the name of Jesus. Oh, I decree and I declare tonight that every spirit Walking over time concerning our attitudes to prayer, that they will be removed by your blood in the name of Jesus. As I receive new strength for prayer, as I open, even realms of prayer would open up to you in the name of Jesus. Say, your heart, your soul, your spirit will begin to respond to prayer as they should. In the name of Jesus. So, Pilia, Evata, Hasinakalia, Satan. Let there be a release of the spirit of prayer upon every heart here in tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and where you are taking us to. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You between the cherubims shine forth. You dwell between the cherubims shine forth. You dwell between the cherubims shine forth.